Welcome to the official Bathtub Refinishing Podcast, powered by Bathtub Guys Refinishing. This is where we discuss the refinishing industry, interview owners and operators, and give tips to customers and entrepreneurs. Now, here's your host, Daniel Montalvo. What is up, everybody? Welcome. We are in the new podcast studio. All right. We have an applause. We have a live crowd. <laughs> we got it all here. Um, so I just wanted to get on here and uh, let you guys know what we've been up to here at Bathtub Guys and, uh, you know, ventures going forward and what we're going to be doing. Let me go ahead and put my other headphone kind of on, kind of off. Um, so basically, we've been uh, moving into a new facility here in, uh, in Kissimmee, which is actually between Kissimmee and Orlando, so not super far like Poinciana area, still close to Hunter's Creek and uh, that area. So we're still, I say we're in Orlando, we're like five minutes away. All right, I'm 10 minutes away from my house, which is in Orlando. So we're here, uh, we have a new studio to do podcasts, hopefully have some people on, uh, but basically what we're, where we've been is uh, getting this place up and running, it was a complete shit show, and I'm gonna um, just have this wide angle here so you can kind of see the wall. We're gonna do something there, maybe do something decorative there. But for now, I have this cool little control thing that I can do stuff like. Well, I have one over here and a little one over here for video. Uh, this one has like an applause and some little <laughs> little drum thing. It's pretty cool, um, and so uh, yeah. And I have, also have this other one for video, which I have one that's. See, it zooms me in so that when I'm talking, it's not like you're looking at me in the bottom right corner. I should have probably put that up earlier. But anyway, uh, we've been working on this place. Very, very exciting to finally be able to bring you guys something a little bit more professional and having an actual place where we can produce a show and have people over and interview them and uh, you know, maybe test out some other types of podcast shows just things in general. I'm just really, really excited about that. Um, so anyway, the podcast studio, um, right now we're ha we have it set up for three people. Um, and hopefully we could set it up for four in the future. I have the chair for four. I just don't have the microphone or the boom for another person. But um, if you're in the refinishing industry or anything in construction, or you just want to come on here and shoot the shit with me, uh, preferably for this show, someone with something business minded to talk about um you guys can go ahead and call or text 321-443-1641 that's my number um and we can talk about getting a day set up and having you guys come out here and uh hopefully you know do like a little interview type of thing talk and uh yeah i'm just very very much looking forward i'm very excited to finally have a place where we can do this so our podcast studio and the rest of it is a facility for our team uh, so this is where they get their equipment every day, uh, paint materials. We're going to do some classes here, which is exciting. We're also going to be doing, um, you know, restoration of like antique clawfoot tubs, uh, sinks, stuff like that, testing out new materials. So it's just a really, really, really exciting time for us. Um, you know, me personally, but for the bathtub guys as a, as a brand, I mean, this is going to be taking us to the next level and hopefully... This podcast is kind of like a stepping stone to that. Uh, you know, we've gotten a little bit more fancy, a little bit more uh, 
high production, I guess you could say. And, uh, you know, hopefully uh, this continues on and we can, uh, you know, get bigger and better. And, uh, yeah, I'm just very, very excited in case you couldn't tell. So uh, I wanted to get on here and basically uh, talk about today's probably going to be a little bit of a shorter episode. Obviously, I'm just trying to get my footing, uh, you know, using this new setup. And it's there's a lot of stuff to take into account and, uh, you know, new tech and stuff that I need to learn how to use. So bear with me if things don't go as planned. But um, basically today I wanted to talk about um, how people in the refinishing industry specifically don't fully utilize their leverage. And what I mean by leverage is the fact that refinishing is something that saves people thousands of dollars and people still to this day do not charge enough. And I've touched on it in the past, but this episode is going to be primarily about not just in the refinishing industry, but primarily in my case and people who are in this industry, uh, primarily for them. But people in general, man, you got to you gotta value your shit, man. Value your work. Like, uh, don't complain about the bills and, and not being able to keep up with them if, uh, if you're charging really, really low. And uh, so, yeah, I'm going to touch base on that. Um, and I guess we'll just go right into it, huh? So, you know, I was having this conversation with one of my technicians and basically, uh, you know, we were kind of talking about why a lot of hotels and resorts were just uh, denying them service uh, recently. Um, and it's not, I mean, I don't have anything against hotels and resorts. I love it. And I think... Oh, I know we're one of the leaders when it comes to hotels and resorts in our area. I mean, we have uh, tons of uh, commercial properties and, uh, you know, and we were just kind of talking about, you know, sorry, I got to keep adjusting my headset here, but we we're pretty much just talking about why we haven't been doing as much commercial stuff. And, uh, you know, in general, the real reason is hotels and resorts just don't want to pay. Um, and it's not like they don't want to pay after an agreed upon price and all that. Of course they pay, but they don't want to pay what's fair for the service that they're requesting or, you know, what it should cost. So that's basically what we were talking about. And so it got me, you know, like, okay, this is a, something that I can make an episode about because I was just ranting and rambling about it. And I got, I want to get on here and talk about it. So basically, hotels and resorts have consistently, it's it's really weird because when I started, I feel like they were a little bit more like, okay, you know, we're willing to pay 250 260 you know, depending on, the obviously, the condition of the bathtubs. But recently, I mean, these hotels, they want to get their tubs refinished and stripped, and they're full of chips and rust, and they're like, oh, yeah, our tub budget is $195 per tub. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> I just, like, I don't, I don't understand that line of thinking. And, and the, you know, the, the issue is uh, they've gone with such, you know, piss poor contractors. Let's just be honest. They've gone with shitty contractors who have done a bad job. And now they don't want to uh, pay. And what's, what's ending up happening is instead of a refinish lasting a hotel four, five, six, seven years, it's lasting them 
maybe six months to a year. So they're having to refinish tubs like once a year, once every two years. And uh, I mean, it really sucks. But at those prices, I mean, I am not going to start competing with the garbage. I'm, I refuse to lower our quality standards to compete with the bottom of the barrel. And if you're one of those people who charges really cheap and that's how you do things, I mean, more power to you. But I'm talking more about the people who go in there and do the stuff that these hotels are complaining about. I mean, you know, having 300 rooms peeling is an issue. You got to rent those rooms. That's how hotels make money. And they're at the point where, I mean, they want to be under $200 per tub uh, with stripping and all repairs and, and the refinishing included. And on top of that, they want you to warranty the shit. And, and it's just ridiculous. And I, I get where they're coming from, but at the same time, it's like, it doesn't make sense for me. Residential-wise, we're charging $375 at Bathtub, guys. Uh, we got a lot of shit for it. In the beginning, people are like, oh my God, you raised your prices over $100 overnight. Well... Guess what? The price of everything has increased. And what we do is a dangerous job. It's something that, you know, if you take the proper measures, won't affect your health and stuff like that. But, uh, you know, these guys are basically, you know, they're dealing with harsh chemicals and they're doing a, a very uh, intensive preparation process, which isn't just going in there and starting to spray uh, paint on the bathtub. And we do we have a process. I mean, you got to go in there. Decontaminate the surface, repair chips, rust scratches. If it needs stripping, you got to strip it. After that, mask everything. You got to do your acid wash and your etching. You got to put the primer. You got to top coat it. You got to top coat it more than once. And then you got to put new caulking on it. Not to mention if the caulking was bad, you got to remove the old caulking before you even start. So this is something that could easily, if the tub is in really bad shape, take three or four hours or more or more. And hotels don't want to pay it. And uh, I just am getting on here to tell, you know, people in our industry, number one, you should not be lowering your quality standards to land a contract. I get it. I get how enticing it might be. Oh my God, these people have four or 500 rooms. That, you know, that's the opposite of what you should be doing. You need to price, you need to price how, how it's fair and how you're going to make a profit. And for the hotels, anybody who's a general manager, director of engineering, I mean, if you're looking for the bottom of the barrel, cheapest pricing, do not be surprised if you get what you pay for, because that's what you're paying for. It's, it's like I tell uh, people all the time who ask me for business advice and stuff like that. Um, you know, you got to value your work. And if you don't, and if you are, if your brand is, I'm the cheapest one out there, you are going to attract bottom of the barrel, cheap, you know, cheap skate, you know, customers. And that's just a reality. And so you don't, you shouldn't be surprised as a director of engineering, as a general manager for a resort, if you're getting shitty results and you're hiring people based solely off how low they can go. Because I'm going to tell you something right now. Nobody is going to deliver you a five-star product at less than half their margins just to do you a little favor. They're not going to do it. They're going to start cutting corners. And where they typically start cutting corners is in the preparation process. Do you know why? Because time is money. And that is the most labor-intensive part of this job. Um, you know, the spraying happens in a matter of 30 or 45 minutes and, you know, you're in and out, uh, 
most of the time. The prep is where they cut corners, and that's why tubs peel. Because this stuff, uh, you know, the top coat that we, that we use, which is uh, a polyurethane acrylic enamel, it adheres to the aerospace primer, and that stuff won't come off. You know how it doesn't adhere? If you do improper preparation. If you don't acid wash it, if you don't etch the surface, if you don't clean the surface properly, all that stuff uh, affects, you know, the adhesion. And those, th that's where people are going to cut corners if they cut corners. So, again, hotels and resorts, don't be surprised if you get shitty results. If only, the only thing you're valuing is who can come the lowest. That's, you know, you guys spend, God, I went to a resort, uh, a couple months ago and they were spending $10 million on fucking lobby renovations. And, 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 you know, they almost have a heart attack. If you insinuate that they should pay three seventy five for their fucking bathtubs. I mean, you want the bathtubs to last more than a year. Sure. If you do it properly, these things can last five, six, seven, eight plus years. And I get hotels are different. You know, it might vary. You got gas, you got their rented. Some of these people are like timeshares and they have HOA and stuff like that. And I get it. And, you know, it could be damaged. But you're talking about something falling off within the year and turning your $200 or less into 300 plus because you got to do it every year now. Not to mention, you people at hotels are losing boatloads of money. If you have these rooms out of order, the room is out of order for the day it's done and out of order until the afternoon the next day so that you can actually rent the room and use the tubs while it's dry, I mean... You're losing thousands of dollars if you're doing that by 10, 20, 30. And most of the time, companies are only going to give you those types of discounts that you want if you give them 10, 15, 20 rooms at a time. And whoever's doing it for less, that's why you're getting a shitty product. If, if someone's coming out for one tub for under 200 bucks, you can rest assured that they're, they're not doing the best, the best job. Um, and maybe one person out there, you know, lives by themselves and they're like, oh, you know, I could get away doing a tub for $195. I don't know why you would, but I could get away doing it. I'm going to do the hotel a favor. I, you know, I know there's going to be people saying that they do, but no. I mean, come on, man. Really. So, you know, we're charging $375 residential and it just doesn't make sense for me to look at my guys in the face and say, I want you guys to go do five tubs for a hotel at $200, which used to be pretty standard for us, honestly, for a while. Because uh, when we started, uh, my brother and I, the prices, the prices were like, you know, low. And that's just kind of like, that's the old mantra. Like my parents, you know, kind of kept the prices low to be competitive and stuff like that. And uh, the times have changed. I mean, we feel like we deliver a high enough quality product to charge more and we do and uh, we warranty our work for seven years and a lot of people uh, don't or some people advertise warranties that are that time or longer and then they hang up the phone the moment you call for anything so um, you know it's just a very really interesting thing that's going on with these hotels and, and, and um, you know so basically people in our industry man if you're a bathtub refinisher out there, you got to make it worth your while. This is both for residential and commercial. Now I'm talking about like, why would you go out there and uh, do a tub and, and not make any profit on it or a tub and tile or a shower? I mean, you're, you're wasting your time and effort and money and material. 
And going back to, to the commercial thing, I lost my train of thought, thought there, but, you know, like I said, I can't look at my guys in the face and tell them, do five a day knowing in the back of my head they're, the hotel's only paying $200 a tub. That's $1,000 a day. Sounds good on paper. Sounds excellent on paper, actually. $1,000 a day. Well, keep in mind, gas cost, cost of material, cost of labor, and put a little star next to cost of, of material. And, uh, you know, what it costs you to acquire that contract, be it advertising, be it the time that you couldn't be somewhere else because you were there negotiating the terms of that deal or whatever. And before you know it, I mean, your margins are razor, razor thin. You might be making, you know, four or 500 bucks, but are you? The moment they call you back, where have your margins gone? Into the shitter, man. There is none, there's nothing left. So, um, you know, I can't look at my guys and tell them to do that anymore. It doesn't make sense for us. When we do one tub here at Bathtub, guys, this is what I'm telling you guys what we charge. I don't really care. My competitors, free knowledge for you. $375 for a tub. If it needs to be stripped, $125. You know why? Because I want to make $500 off that. That's it. It's not because, like, you know, oh, well, this is exactly the mark. No. I figure, I think it's a fair trade if you're adding two extra hours to the job for me to charge you about, not exactly, but about half of what that job would cost. I think $125 is fair for stripping in most cases. And so for a tub that needs to be stripped, we're charging 500 bucks, 500 bucks. If you, if you, you know, if off chance a homeowner's listening to this and thinks, oh my God, I'm just going to go with whoever's cheaper. That's, you're going to get that type of quality in hotels. You know, you know, I've offered, uh, like I said, I'm putting, I'm putting it out there. I've, told hotels we'll charge you 375 for the tub and the stripping and they'll flat out say that i'm the most expensive one by like over a hundred dollars there is no way from someone who's in this industry who grew up in this industry whose dad did this for like 30 fucking years and who's been doing this nonstop since i graduated high school there is no way that they are abiding by the process that is necessary to do these tubs at a high quality at that price. There is no way. They are cutting corners. And that is why hotels and resorts are getting fucking, they're, they're, I mean, they're getting shot on. They, they, the results are, are going to be worse. And you're going to have to do the tubs instead of every three, four, five years. You're going to have to do them every year. And it, it, instead of paying a contractor like us, and I'm, I'm not you know, tooting my own horn or anything, but we do good work, good, good work. Instead of paying us three seventy five, you'd rather uh, pay a shitty contractor two hundred dollars or less, and then do it again next year, losing out on the time those those rooms weren't rented. So you can't, you know, those people aren't in the rooms. They're not at rooms. They're not ordering room service. They're not at the bar. They're not paying for the water park. They're not paying for parking. You're missing out on all that money. And then on top of that, you're paying $200 the next year to do the tubs all over again. So that $375 that you didn't want to pay is now $400. Oh, was $25 worth losing? I'm, tell, I'm talking to these million-dollar corporations who have all these fucking jackasses who do calculations all day. Um, 
was twenty a twenty five dollar difference worth you losing thousands of dollars? Because that's what's going on here. I mean, you know, you're charging two hundred dollars a night, three hundred dollars a night, four or five hundred dollars a night if you're a nicer place, and in a matter of three guests, three rooms being out of order, not being able to be rented during peak season, you are losing thousands of dollars to save yourself 25 bucks. It just does not, or, you know, 25 bucks over a span of two years. So, you know, that's assuming that the finish lasts about a year. I mean, that's, that's ridiculous. That, that is ridiculous. And I've had hotels, even nicer ones, who look at 375 and just laugh. And, and like I said, before we used to charge cheap, but we don't anymore. It doesn't make any sense. If I could do one tub with stripping for 500 bucks, I send one of my technicians to do two of them and maybe sprinkle another job here and there or one that needs to be stripped with the tub and tile. And I'm talking about $1,000 plus a day. I'm saving material. I'm saving uh, labor. And, I'm you know, maybe the only thing I spend more on maybe is tools and gas money. But I'm not going through an entire kit of material to do that. Or multiple. And I'm also not, you know, putting my guys out there to bust their ass and, you know, not being able to pay them more because the margins are so razor thin. So, you know, I think I think hotels need to get a grip, man. General managers, directors of engineering, if all you're valuing is the price being bottom of the barrel, don't whine later at a company like mine and call us up when our, our price is there, 375 don't whine and expect me to charge you less than half of what we're charging because you guys chose to go with someone shitty and now you want me to fix it. And on top of you guys wanting us to fix it now, you want me to fix someone else's mistake and you still want to pay the bottom of the barrel pricing that got you where you are right now. I mean, ludicrous, ludicrous. It's, it's no other industry gets the short end of the stick more than ours. I, it, it's, it's insane. But... I'm not crying, woe is me. I'm trying to change that. I'm trying to change that. And a lot of people to blame are people in our same industry. Because like, what, what was I talking about the, at the beginning of this? Utilizing your leverage. If every single refinishing company who is a bigger company that has some sort of control, you have a bigger market share than others. If you went out there and you stuck to your fucking guns, and you said, this is what we charge. What do you think hotels are going to do? Do you really think a three, 400 unit property is going to rip out thousands or uh, hundreds of, of bathtubs, costing them upwards of four, five, six thousand dollars per room? Do you really think that they're going to do that if every single person collectively said, this is the new standard? Uh uh, they're going to pay the piper. They're going to pay the piper and they're not going to go and start trying to do it themselves because it's not going to come out good. It just doesn't work that way. This is a specialty niche service that not everyone can do. There might be a couple of them that maybe train someone and have them doing great, but we got to respect what we're worth as people in trades and especially something as specialty as this. This is something that's used every day, cleaned every day, and the, ma the maintenance varies on who's using it. So, you, you know, you got to be really, really thorough with this stuff or else it's not going to last. And to top it all off, it's something, face it, it's having to do with water. And water is known as a universal solvent. 
eventually water will corrode everything. So, you know, utilize your leverage commercially, residentially. Don't be afraid to charge what you charge, man, or what you need to charge. I woke up one day and I was like, these prices are too low. I'm raising them. From one night to another, 275 to 375. I I did it overnight. Stripping from $50 to $125. Travel from $55 to $70. My time and our efforts and our our um what we do to make sure that this stuff lasts needs to be priced correctly. And if you can't afford it, well, go find someone who's bottom of the barrel who's gonna do it cheap. And when it starts peeling, it starts falling off. Pay a company like mine to strip it and refinish it for you. That's how it is. That's, I mean, those are your options. Either you want it done right and you're willing to pay for it done right or you're not willing to pay for it and you can put up with the ramifications. And maybe, just maybe, you might get lucky, save 100 bucks, and still get a good quality job. It's, it, it happens. But that person is either not going to be in business long enough to help you the next time you need it or those prices aren't going to last forever, my friend. Nobody can sustain those rates. And this is not just me talking out of my ass. This is 30 years of experience. A lot of people think that this, con- this company was just handed to my brother and I. And everything was hunky-dory. This company was in debt. We're not in debt anymore. I mean, we, we, we have dug ourselves out of a financial hole. And part of the reason, and I would say the majority of the reason was not advertising enough, and not valuing our work as much as we should have. And by valuing, I mean up those dollar signs, man. You got to charge more, man. Charge what you need to charge, what you feel comfortable charging, knowing at the end of the day, you're going to have a fucking dollar in your fucking pocket. It's just, it's frustrating, man. It's frustrating. I see too many people. I saw a guy uh, on Instagram post the other day, you know, he's charging two ninety five for a standard tub. Fine, but like, you're saving that customer four or five grand from ripping it out. At least three hundred, at least three fifty. And, and and you know, at the back of my mind, I'm already thinking, you know, I need to keep adding value to the business so I can eventually charge more than three seventy five. Because as the prices of things go go up, obviously supply and demand. But not just that. I mean, eventually. Uh, minimum wage we keep hearing about it's going to go up and if i need to pay people more i need to charge more and i'm not going to be afraid to charge more when it when the time comes right now i feel 375 is comfortable we i i think you know i i get this all the time from people we're among the most expensive in our area uh and people still go with us but it's because we provide value and that's another thing i want to talk about touch base on it before but i think uh, it's important to talk about, man. You gotta, you gotta provide value. Uh, give people a reason why you are worth more than the next guy. Um, you know, and it's not just a, you know, you, you can get away, you know, sucking your own dick and, <laughs> and saying, you know, oh, you know, we're the best and and we're the best at this and this. That's not, in my opinion, what distinguishes you from another person. Everybody thinks they're the they're the best. Everybody loves the smell of their own farts. <laughs> if you've ever heard that one before. So, you know, just saying you're the best doesn't really mean it. It doesn't mean that you're the best. Everybody says that. Give people value. 
whatever it is that you would love to hear from a contractor that you think sets them apart from someone else or from anybody, you know, find that value and put it at the forefront of what you do. Um, and and, and it's, a, it's a difference maker. It really is. We pride ourselves on really good customer service, and we also pride ourselves on being open about every single thing that we do. We run down our process from start to finish. Every single customer knows everything that's going to happen. And, uh, you know, we always try to keep people informed. We send automatic updates to customers. I mean, we, we try from start to finish for this to be a seamless experience. And you don't always have to be calling, asking what's going on, what's the status, blah, blah, blah. We try to make this as seamless as possible for the end consumer and that's one of the ways that we provide value, among other things, social media, doing a podcast like this where I can talk about work and stuff like that. And, um, you know, that's, that's what we try to do. You're not going to be able to, if, if you have established yourself as I am the cheapest one and that is my brand, you are going to attract bottom of the barrel customers who don't want to pay, who bitch about every little thing and, uh, Face it, I mean, people who have less money, they have less free time. They're always working, and it's, it's a sad reality, but it's the truth. Most of them are working-class people, which is fine. And, um, but, they, they, you know, it, it's, it hits them harder because they can't afford to stay there another day while you fix your little mistake. And financially, as a business... There should be people who are targeted towards them and helping them. But you got to ask yourself in your situation, does it make sense for me in my situation, knowing my margins, knowing how much money I make, to do tubs for under 300 bucks, Especially in a highly competitive market? Why would you? And a lot of people think competition means I got to drive my prices down because everyone else is driving theirs down. Bullshit. Bullshit. Everybody buys a new iPhone every year. $1,300 is what? This one here? The Pro Max? 12? 12 Pro Max? $1,300 with tax. There's better smartphones. And they're cheaper. There's better ones. On paper, the stats will tell you, this is a more powerful phone. Six, seven hundred bucks. Almost half the price. Guess what? Still the best-selling phone year in and year out right here. It's a competitive market. The smartphone market is as competitive, competitive as it gets. People buy iPhone, you know why? They provide value. They provide value. They are the brand. Brand yourself. Make Your logo should be worth money. Your logo should be in people's heads perceived, I got to pay a little bit more because these are the guys. When someone goes out and is like in the market for a smartphone, they're thinking one or the other. They're thinking Apple or Android. That's it. The brand is in their head already. So spare me this bullshit of, oh, I live in the most high uh, competitive market, man. Uh, Southern California, man. Everyone's just charging bottom of the barrel rates. It's like everyone's doing that here in Orlando. I raised prices to 375 and it worked iPhones, right here. A couple of years ago, five, six, seven years ago, they were seven, eight hundred bucks. 
They're at thirteen, fourteen hundred bucks now with tax. They're in a competitive market. You got Samsung, you got LG, you got a, the the actual Google Pixel line of stuff. And you know, they, they, you know, there's phones that Apple will even acknowledge are more powerful. Guess what? People don't care about that. That's not the sole indicator of what is valuable to everybody. There's so many things that an iPhone does well that others don't, and it's more valuable for people to pay even more, even two, three, four hundred dollars more to have what they perceive as value for them. So you gotta find what's what sets you guys apart. And if you don't have anything that sets you apart, well, you better find it or you shouldn't be in business. What sets you apart? If you don't have one, you're not going to last a long time. Not in 2021. Shit might have flown back in the 1980s, but not in 2021. Not in 2022. And if you think we're going backwards, I got news for you. We're not. We're not going backwards. It's everything is about perception. Everything is about perception. Um, you can believe that you're the best, and that's fucking fantastic. You should. You should believe you're best. But that is not the sales pitch. Everybody wants to know what you're going to do for them and how that's different from someone else. And it's not about telling them this is, you know, not necessarily telling, breaking them down like, you know, we do this, this isn't like, you don't have to do all that. Making the processes easier for them, making things more convenient, uh, you know, saving them time and money, you put that at the forefront of what you're going to do, and you'll see that not only can you charge higher prices, it'll be more sustainable and you'll have more clients because of it. Uh, let me go ahead and see. God, I've already been talking for half an hour here. So, yeah, you know, more or less. It's kind of what I wanted to talk about today, man. It's just, it's been really weighing on my mind. I, I don't, I just don't see the logic in, 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 in people's minds. Like, how are you knowingly not making money and calling yourself an entrepreneur or a business person? Um, and, you know, just like going back to that again, man. If you can't afford the service, don't don't call. What are you doing? What are you doing? And these hotels and resorts, they can afford it. I just feel like we as an industry need to do better in providing them value. Now we're just talking about value. Provide hotels value. A lot of them, their first instinct is going to be until we change that, we as a collective in this industry change their perception of price being the only thing that matters. Once we change that, slowly but surely, they're going to start considering other factors more. And uh, we got to be there and, and, and grab it when it's there, man. When, they, when they're more open to like, you know, this shit of doing tubs every two years isn't sustainable, we got to be there to jump on it, man. And, and you got to tell them. And I'm going to tell you exactly how to talk to these people when we change this, you got to start changing their mindset now. And the way you do that is by, if it doesn't make sense, if the math doesn't add up, don't do the job. Don't do the job to do them a favor. And don't half-ass it because you're making the entire industry look bad. 
when you go and half-ass a job and tell them you did everything right, then in their head, they're like, refinishing sucks. The industry sucks. This is an industry that's still young. And you're fucking it up if you do that. You're fucking it up. And, and what do you think is going to happen? If millions and millions of general managers and directors of engineering all start, you know, in their head, they're perceiving like, well, everybody does the same shit quality. So maybe this just isn't the right option. They just start replacing tubs. Now we're out of fucking business in, in the commercial realm. A lot of them do. But if, if everyone starts having a bad experience because you're over there doing everything super cheap and doing and half-assing the quality of the work, it's doing a disservice to the industry. So the way that you, the way that you provide value for them going forward in the future, once we start changing that perspective, is you tell them, you're going to save so much money not only on not having the rooms rented, you know, or ha being able to rent the rooms, so you're going to make so much money there, but think about all the amenities these guests are going to buy. If they have a shop, those people are going to be shopping there, man. They're going to be paying your resort fees. A lot of hotels in Orlando love to sprinkle in that little resort fee, huh? And uh, they're going to be paying for the parking on your property. And th that's all money that if you pay a little bit more, you're not even going to have to worry about for like another year or two or three. No, what am I talking about? More than that. A year or two is the shit. You know, that's the bottom of the barrel stuff that lasts a year or two. That's what you don't want. But, you know, if you do a high quality job and you, you know, you, they pay more for it. Four or five years, six, seven years, that stuff will last, man. It'll last and the hotels are going to be happier for it. Guests are going to be happier for it. You're going to keep that occupancy up. And uh, in the long run, you're saving money. Spending a little bit more up front is going to save you money in the long run. And that's just kind of my, my whole point with this, man. I don't know, uh, you know how to reiterate it enough. I'm just kind of frustrated. And, uh, like, I don't, mind, I don't mind losing out on commercial properties. But my frustration comes from the reasoning and the reasoning always having to do with the dollar amount. When, like I said, a lot of these hotels will will spend upwards of a million dollars on the lobby, a place where most guests are in the day they check out and the day that they leave. And they look at you crazy when you want to charge them 375 or so for a bathtub. It's just it's insane. It's really insane. Kind of going back to what we were talking about earlier, hotels aren't going to go and, you know, if, if we maintain that this service is worth what we're saying it is, which it is, it's worth more. This, this industry, it's still, it's still in its infancy. It's still young. And so, you know, it's not something like a roofer where they already know what to expect and they already know, you know, getting a quality roofer is worth it and paying a little bit more is worth it in the long run. But we got to change the perception because if the perception then becomes the refinishing is not worth it because of a bunch of jackasses doing it really cheap and then doing low quality work, it's going to hurt the industry. So that's pretty much what I wanted to talk about. Let's see how much we're about 39 minutes in. Uh, a little other thing I want to talk about, you know, and, and you know, it's kind of all on the same theme. I'm just kind of just going over the same thing. I just, I, I really want to ingrain it in people's heads, <laughs> especially man, 
up and coming people, man. You got a a way to set yourself apart. Have people asking questions about you, but you, like I, like I said, you got to find what what's going to be what sets you apart. What's going to be your value, and what, that's going to be what you show to people. Advertise your price. Don't be afraid to advertise your price, even if you know it's higher than the ones in the in the area. And when people call you and ask you why you're more expensive, be prepared to answer. And don't let the answer be about you. Let the answer be about everything that you're going to provide to make the difference for that individual, whether it be a hotel resort or another person or a property manager. You got to know who you're talking to also. You know, you got to ask them, is this a flip, is, whatever. And if it's a flip, you got to tell them, oh, well, you know, do something, maybe, oh, you know, have a transferable warranty. A lot of, a lot of home, uh, home flippers love that because um, it's something that adds to the value of the home, you know. Um, you know, just things like that, man. Be prepared to add value, but don't be afraid to charge what you need to charge and what's fair or what you think is fair. And, uh, yeah, and just don't, don't take the industry with you on the way down if you're doing that bullshit, man. Um, I, would, I would caution everybody to reassess, you know, everybody in the refinishing industry especially, reassess your pricing and make sure that you're making money. Don't, you know, I know it's a thousand tubs on paper. It looks so fucking magnificent. But, you know, if you're doing them for less than half of what you charge residential or what you should be charging residential, and the way you find that out is you know your margins. If you do it and, and you do a half-assed job, they might not even consider refinishing the next time. And the entire industry will be in the shitter eventually, man. And, and honestly, part of the reason why I started this entire podcast and, and, you know, just conversing with other people who do this type of work, even though, you know, it's not just refinishing that, you know, I, I would be open to having other people on, but mostly in people in the refinishing industry, because it's so new, my biggest fear is that they're going to get tired of the people who claim to know what the fuck they're, they're, that they're doing or people who don't know their numbers and go in there and half-ass the jobs. And just like they spend a million dollars on the lobby, they'll just add another million. I mean, these are conglomerate giant fucking companies. Marriott Vacations, can, they, they could afford to replace the tubs in every room. They would rather avoid it because it's a cheaper alternative to replace it or to refinish it. But eventually, if, if people in this industry keep half-assing stuff, they're not even going to consider refinishing. And we should make it so that not only hotels and resorts, but individuals consider refinishing before even thinking about replacement. And that, my friends, is where I'm gonna <laughs> is where I'm gonna leave it off today. I think we did about we did about 43 minutes. Like I said, I mean, I would love to do this a little bit longer, but today was kind of uh, hyper focused on that um, topic in particular. Normally, I kind of have more topics that I you know delve into and and do that kind of thing. Uh, but for today, I mean, that's just kind of what what's been on my mind, honestly, and. Uh, so I think we're just going to leave it there. Hopefully we can get some guests on soon. Like I said, uh, call or text 321-443-1641. I would prefer if you text me really. and Just tell me kind of like what you do. If you have social media, that'd be cool. So I could take a look at what you do. 
And I'd love to have you on. Like I said, we could do three people. Um, I think it would be ideal to do one on one, you know, as I, so I could start learning how to kind of manage this better. Because I kind of have it set up for three. But right now, I think two t- until I get my footing with this new system would probably be ideal. But anyway, I just wanted to thank you guys for listening, man. And uh, I know that the podcast is new, it's young, but I think that this is something that long term is going to push this industry forward and provide you guys value and people who are in construction, renovation type of thing. Uh, value in the long term um, as well. So I, you know, see, I just changed to the, to the full shot, like my little setup here. <laughs> and for those of you who are listening to the audio version, you can't see it, but you should watch the video version because we invested in this really nice 4K camera and, you know, for your viewing pleasure. So um, you could see the video version on YouTube, search up the official Bathtub Refinishing Podcast. It'll be on the Bathtub Guys YouTube channel. But aside from that, I think we're all set. Um, Thank you guys so much for watching and for listening. And we will see you guys in the next one. Trying to cut this off. You just listened to the official Bathtub Refinishing Podcast, powered by Bathtub Guys Refinishing. We hope you enjoyed this episode. Feel free to ask any questions or suggest topics for the next episode by following at Bathtub Guys on Twitter, Facebook, or Instagram. And thanks for listening.